0: hey we're back with uh this podcast coffee with specs but we're adding someone to the end of it i decided to get a co-host for season two even though technically i don't think season one ever got off the hook but we have someone to talk to with so now i don't have to worry about getting a guest every week and that my friends is my good buddy he's on youtube he was on YouTube, I guess. He's not on Twitch, but he's on YouTube. Check him out with uh, Bryce the
1: Prince. Say hi to everyone. Hey, everyone. <laughs> and I mean, it, I'm I'm on YouTube and eventually I'll be back more updating those videos and eventually Twitch. Maybe. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see. But nevertheless, he will be
0: on. He is the official co-host, so we're going to kind of be working out with names, but it'll still be Coffee with Specs featuring Bryce the Prince or something. We'll figure it out. We'll put his name in there. Maybe he'll get an and. Who knows? We'll, uh, we'll figure this out. But it's more like a SVP and Ryan Rosillo sort of situation now, I guess.
1: And I guess you're probably you're probably SVP in this situation because he's, he's gone on to be much more successful than uh, Ryan Rosillo did. So does that mean I have to shave my head? uh yeah i'm pretty sure yeah oh boy oh yeah i mean i think you could pull off the bald look so it's because i have the beard yeah yeah i mean I, i've got the beard too <laughs> i'm i'm like not that far from the bald look so
0: i still got a flowing
1: mane yeah yeah i, I mean
0: a, i still have a good hairline
1: I was gonna say you've got better a better hairline than I do. I, I my hair's not too bad yet, but it's getting there. I'm starting to. I, I've decided that I'm gonna age gracefully. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be one of those guys. that's like, oh, I gotta worry about how my hairline looks and whether there's gray in my beard or not. I'm just like, yeah, whatever my body is doing with like hair color and hairlines and stuff. I'm just like, yeah, okay, I'll accept it.
0: I found a single gray hair in my beard recently, like just one.
1: I've, I've got a spot on my beard that that's, like, for, like, that's, it's like a clump of gray hairs, and I'm like, yeah, it's cool. It actually, I you don't know, for me, I, I feel like it kind of looks not necessarily cool, but, like, you know, it works. Yeah,
0: but you're also a dad, so it makes sense that your hair's getting grayer.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, the stress of being a parent does not uh, does not help things in the slightest. I'm sure it doesn't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright, but all our old age aside.
0: Um so what games have you been playing since I guess primarily were video games, sports and all that stuff. But let's before we get into like the sadness that is Angels baseball, I guess. Um
1: It's not yet sad. I I'm 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 like I said, I'm gonna wait or you know, kinda of off the air I was saying, you know. It's not sad yet for the Angels. But yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. in a sec. um right now I'm just kind of going through. I finished up the Final Fantasy VII remake, the part that's out right now on PC anyways and um that was a really good game. And then um still doing a lot of Rocket League. Um despite how toxic the Rocket League community can be, still do some Mario Maker. I have a Rocket um, League story. Oh yeah. I, what was
0: I doing? I was going through Twitch and I saw that they had the esports finals for Rocket League for college. And I think it was Cal Poly Pomona and some Podunk Florida school were playing. And uh, let me tell you, I've never seen a sadder scene than Rocket League collegiate like play. It just looked sad. Just. Terribly, terribly, terribly sad.
1: Oh man, I mean, I watching the pros do it though, it's crazy to watch them be like, I can never do that. Like, I think even if I practice for hours on end, I'm never going to be able to do some of the stuff that they do,
0: dude. Any of those like esports where people are like have any kind of like I don't know, luck skill makes it any different. I mean, I played someone who's was number two, she was number two in the country for Hearthstone, and she wiped the absolute floor with me.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, um, even as I play Halo Infinite from time to time now, um, I, I've watched some of those guys in Halo Infinite, and, and even sometimes just some of the players I'm playing against who are definitely not pros, but uh, some of the pros I've watched where it's like they see you and you're dead basically. And I, I, I don't have that reaction speed. I don't think you ever so, have that reaction speed. No, and, you know, it's... It, it, I still find gaming fun, even though I can't always win. Um, but it's always fun when you're in a lobby where it's, like, the other team is just completely trash, and you're like, all right, I can feel good about myself. And then literally, like, the very next game, you go, like... So you go from, like, one game where you're, like, 20 kills and three deaths to, like... Three kills and forty deaths. Oh Obviously yeah, I that's went. Never happened, but <laughs> the last like series
0: I played, not series, like event I played in Halo. I think my first game was seventeen kills to two deaths, and I was just like a one man wrecking crew. I played with my buddy on stream that on his stream like that weekend, and I was just like, I was the punch. I was a walking bullet shield all day,
1: and I'm just like, okay, this is. Life comes at you fast, and I don't like it. Yeah. Well, and the problem for me is, so with Halo Infinite in particular, it's, you know, it's got all that crossplay element to it. Yeah. And so, you know, most people who are on PC like me would be taking advantage of, like, keyboard and mouse. But I've just never gotten used to keyboard and mouse on any game, pretty much. Except for, you know, there's a couple games I've played, like Terraria, that are designed for it.
0: Yeah, or you have to do Wasta.
1: But, um, where, yeah, where a controller actually just makes it completely impossible. But, um, so when I play Halo Infinite, it's kind of like I've been trying to gradually increase my sensitivity on my controller so I can at least get somewhat close to, you know, those mouse flicks that you can get with mm-hmm. mouse and keyboard because sometimes it's not fair <laughs> playing oh, with yeah. the controller and you're like, You're like turning and it takes you, like, you know, a half second to turn. And for them, it takes them, like, a quarter of a second to turn, which doesn't sound like that big of a difference. But when it's a first person shooter, it's like, boom, you're dead.
0: The only game I can play mouse and keyboard is Overwatch. And the fact that Overwatch 2 is coming out, I'm like, all right, I guess I have to get good at
1: mouse and keyboard again. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just, I can't. I'm, I've been trying to work it in occasionally and there's been a few times where like my controllers died in the middle of a game and it just completely handicaps me. I couldn't do a thing for, you know, to stay my own life. So it's like, gonna... usually if my controller dies, I like try to crouch down somewhere and get out of the way and then like quickly run and grab batteries and stuff. I'm going to give and, you, I'm uh...
0: going to give you the greatest piece of gaming advice I can give you. Go to the Dollar Tree or 99 cent store and just buy a dollar like micro usb cord and just leave it plugged into your computer so then your your xbox controller will never die
1: and it's probably right a good idea but yeah, sometimes I, I, I like I mean. you know back it up for my computer a little bit so i don't know maybe that would but you know now i and i do have micro usb cords around although a lot of them have gotten messed up because my daughter has a tablet and <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: Where this is going
1: and she she likes to just you know most of the time we try to encourage her to like hey ask us so we can grab your tablet for you but there's so much of the time that she just goes and she just yanks her tablet off the cord yeah and so like half of my cords my micro usb cords in particular i go to like plug them into anything like my headphones or my mm-hmm. anything and it's just like it won't quite it'll stick in if you like put it the right angle and then you just have to like let it rest there yeah and it's just you know it's not a good situation
0: there's no kid friendly micro usbs are there
1: i need to i need to figure out a setup with micro usb cords where i can just take it and then um make sure that it's only mine and not eve's and I tried to do that with one of them, but then we lost the other USB cord, the micro USB cord, and so just yeah, had to yeah. kind of go with it because you can't let her tablet die. So you can't let
0: anyone's tablet die, regardless of whether whose it is, whether it's yours, someone else's, your kids. Like, you can't. Yeah, do you that. know,
1: I, I start kicking and screaming if my tablet dies too. So I, I kind of get where she's coming from.
0: I mean, I I kick and scream when my internet goes down and I can't watch Red Zone. So I understand.
1: I only kick and scream if my internet goes down if it's in the middle of like I'm playing Rocket League or something.
2: (laughs) That's That's when it
1: sucks. Because you're just like, all of a sudden, you're just in the middle of playing, and then all of a sudden, your car's just like zooming all around the map because Rocket League doesn't know what to do when your internet goes down. It just spazzes. It's just like. And then the. The other option it has is that, like, you can drive around and everybody else's cars are just, like, staying in place. And you, like, hit the ball into the goal and it's just, like, it doesn't react at all because the game's like, you're not connected. You're not here right now. So. And then it kicks you out and you're like, oh. Oh, that's That's why. what was going on. <laughs> that's why everybody started acting weird. They, I thought they would be nice. No.
0: Oh, my, they didn't no. just let me score a goal. No, my internet was like, "Screw you, fatty." Oh
1: man, that's usually how my internet talks to me too, and I'm like,
0: <laughs> "Not today, ah, fatty." You make me feel though.
1: self-conscious.
0: Not today, fatty.
1: <laughs> Which is oh, funny because you know I've I've only accepted in the past few years that I'm actually is or big as I am you know my wife tries to tell me I'm not fat I'm like well okay I mean I can kind of get like I don't have as much of a gut in the traditional sense I've just it, you know somebody once told me I'm built like a refrigerator and that's kind of what I You're accept now like is. A refrigerator. you know it's just like I'm a big guy so it's just like I've packed it on in layers you instead the, of like I don't the, get the beer belly or anything yeah, so you had
0: the beer belly without having the beer
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Which I guess probably man. probably takes the fun out of it, if, you know, you're not me, so. <laughs> I don't know, define fun. I don't know. Fun is, you know. I guess fun's relative. Being able to laugh, I guess?
0: <laughs> being able to laugh, okay.
1: At the very least, that oh. that sounds fun. Usually laughing is fun.
0: <laughs> we're laughing, we're having fun, a grand old time. It's like, ha, 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 ha. Oh, this is so go. fun. It sounds like a robot from a movie trying to describe fun and humor to someone. Trying what to, is, what A is robot this? trying to laugh. What is this fun you speak of, Jeremy? Well, it's this? Ha, ha, ha. Or what was that, Final Fantasy X or something? Or the kids trying to tell somebody to laugh, and it just failed miserably when he was trying to get him to laugh? I think
1: it was Final Fantasy X, but... Was it? I've only played partway through Final Fantasy X. I still need to get through that game. I'm going to look it up. I, and instead of getting was... through that game, I'm currently going through Final Fantasy VII again because yeah, I did course. the remake. So I've got to go back to the original game again, kind of remind myself what was the original story. Because in the what? remake, there's a lot of like reference back to the original. Obviously, you're replaying through the original story in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but they've made changes. And every time they make changes, The story itself references the fact that there's been changes made. Yeah, it's kind of a weird. It's kind of weird, but it really works well. It's a the remake does a really good job of telling the same story, but in a much fresher way. So
0: I only got through like, I got it for free on my PlayStation. I got through the the make the Mako like the the energy thing.
1: Are you talking about the first bombing mission.
0: Yeah, the first part where you become a domestic. And then the you day. get back
1: to you get back to Sector Seven, and you were just like, "No, nah, that's good."
0: <laughs> yeah, we we I I already did one act of terrorism. I don't think we need to add to it. Oh, we're going to. All right, cool. I'm on yeah, a. Yeah, you get to you get to
1: do a second one, and then you meet Earth.
0: So oh, yeah, I I remember how the I remember how that game plays.
1: Oh, I I know well. And recently, one of my friends has taken, because he played through the remake, but he's never done the original, so now he's doing the original, and so I've been trying I've, to, like, go through I, the story myself.
0: Yeah, I've told you this. I've never technically beaten the original, yeah. but, like, I I remember it enough to where I'm like, oh, this is different.
1: <laughs> yeah, or... I mean, it's a good game.
0: So no, it's fine. It's good story. I, I, It's... it's... I think the only thing I wish I wish it wasn't an episodic because it's you know Square Square Enix man is like the worst when it comes to these things. Since you know they we you know Final or what is Final Fantasy uh, Kingdom Hearts four coming out in twenty th- it out to a gaming console year in the year twenty
1: thirty. Yeah, no, yeah, and it, they, they ha- still have no date for their next part of the remake, and it's funny because you'd think they'd at least be somewhat hurried to at least give a date nah. for when the next part's coming out, when because... Is Square,
0: what is Square Enix ever <laughs> been like? We have a sense of urgency for what we
1: want to do. Well, and it's like, but it's like the remake was so popular, you would think that the new game would be like... The, the next game, they'd be like, oh, we need to capitalize on this popularity. But instead, what they're doing is they're delaying it to the point where the only people who are going to initially play the second part are the people who were into the original game.
0: That's all it is. Because the, the people who are
1: like, oh, yeah, the the remake is a good game. It's like, well, they've already moved on. They're not going to think about the but, second part until well after it's come out. No, I,
0: I, I think they'll still play it. Because I'm sure. The, I mean, because the majority Square will do a good job. Because the majority of people who want to play it are going to be the ones who played the original, and they're crack addicts just looking to scratch that itch for more FF7. Because the only other option you have is, what, uh, 14, the MMO? Or Final... Yeah, like Final Fantasy Online, or 14. I think it's 14. I mean, and you can go back like, and play
1: through a lot of the games.
0: <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, if you want that, like, you know that engine you only have 15 on console and 14 online or i guess yeah. you could play kingdom hearts 1.375 alpha beta Z.
1: yeah yeah that's true i mean but i will say this about the remake as much as like it, it bothers me that they're delaying the next part so much um the the thing i loved about the first part so much was it felt like they. Took care to do it the right way. They didn't want to just, they didn't just slap new graphics on top of the old same old story and go, "All right, here you are. Go ahead and play this." They, you know, went through and wanted to make it like a really good game, and so it felt more like a love letter from Square to Final Fantasy Seven fans than well, I mean, most could... of the games that they've done recently. Yeah,
0: I mean, I don't think they could just slap a, you know, a a new coat of paint on it. I don't think people who Enjoyed Final Fantasy Seven when it came out would allow them to be to to do that. I don't think, or maybe they, or maybe they would. Maybe they would just At be like. Same oh, time, it's fine. it would
1: have it would have cut down development time for them because they'd been like, all right, we already got the story. We don't have to discuss any other changes because this is exactly how it's gonna go. And all we have to discuss is a few elements of how to do certain things that the original game did. You know, with its limited resources. I mean, so. Like I'm interested to see like how they do you you know because you got the open world map on the original yeah um, or not the open world but like the overworld you had map. an overworld you had an overworld And map. you can't really do that on this new one so I'm I'm curious if they're gonna be if they're gonna do something like you know like Skyrim type thing where uh-huh. you know you you run around a nice big open world or if it's just gonna be a very linear yeah. game where it's like you're gonna go to this town you're gonna go through do all the quests there. And then they're going to do a cut scene where they go to the next town for you. And my guess is probably that. But I I can hope that they'll do a nice big open world for me to explore. Because that'd nope. be kind of fun to see what they would do with you that. what they
0: might do? And I know you haven't played this series. But it's the only example I can kind of think of. Would be like how Borderlands kind of did Borderlands 2 and 3. Where it's not. you You have an open world game. Like. You can you have you have an entire open world, but the way they handled like going from your main like the main city of sanctuary to wherever you were going, it was you had kind of like this connective. You you had this connective area where you could go like basically anywhere and it would just sort of be like a basically kind of like a folding book where it's like. Oh, you want to go to this place that's like on the far right side of the map? You you just go to that basically warp point and then you just go there. So you get that visual of like open worldedness, but it's more like a you know it's it it's less like Skyrim where it's like this vast open area where it's spot you know towns and spots along the way. Instead, it's you're going from point A to point B, but you can travel more within like point A and B, but going from point A to point B is a lot is le- is more hand waved, but you have more
1: details in that area. If that makes sense? Yeah, I get what, you, I get what you're saying. And you know, I mean, I'm sure what the choose will work, whatever works. Cause obviously I know, uh, the chances of them doing an overworld map, I'd be shocked if they did one because it just wouldn't fit in today's well. Land, I mean, in the I, in the graphics, didn't you couldn't 15, really do it that way. Was Fifteen
0: open world? I only like drunkenly watched Fifteen get played, but I think I, 15, I have not played a lot of Fifteen. I so. thought Fifteen was kind of open worldish because that because of how that um how that that's the same engine. I wonder if they're just going to go off of that and just be like, hey, we're just going to do what um, we did for 15.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, well, and we'll see how that goes, because um, it's just, 15 was its own story. Like, they, they developed that from you know scratch, whereas 7 year you're, you're developing a new story based on an old story with an already laid out land, you know, an, an already laid out world and already, a lot of stuff that's already been fleshed out for you Mm. but that you need to bring into the modern age and so it's like yeah how do we bring this into the modern age where do we what's our stepping point so
0: yeah how do you how do we how do we reskin this without um making it look like it's not just let's put a new coat of paint on it it's how do we actually make it look like it's a 2022 game for people who haven't played it.
1: Yeah, yeah. How do you how do you stay true to the original while making it look like it's a modern game because you have to make it look like it's a modern game otherwise you're going to be laughed at. So Yeah, uh
2: that's basically I mean I'm with you. I don't I don't think
1: yeah, yeah. So it should be interesting to see how that all goes. Sorry, I had a yawn. No, no, you're good. You're good. That's why I decided to just re reiterate that point. I guess. So, um, no, I mean, for me, you
0: know, you see me play. All I do is I play Wonderland. God golly, G.
1: Willikers, that game. A game, yeah. I mean, I I don't always one hundred percent understand what's happening necessarily. Don't worry, it's I've at- never actually played the game. But don't worry, that
0: that game,
1: <laughs> I hate that game. I, I mostly I mostly watch your your streams to actually like it's chat true. with you more so than the actual gameplay. No,
0: I know, and I I try to maintain a good balance of like chatting game, but it never. That, it never I feel like works that way
1: yeah it's a it's a, but that game a, a learning curve, I guess
0: not i would I don't know i I wish I could tell you like, oh, you know, here's the perfect bounce, I don't how if I know I'm
1: <laughs> well, and it varies it varies from audience to audience, you don't know what you're gonna get until you have like a fully you know fleshed out thing that you're doing, and people are like, hey, this is how we like things, and you can Start catering more to whatever you're able to get. I guess so. Yeah.
0: I I mean, at least in terms of that, for me, I I I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I mutter around. Yeah. I I haven't real. I I'm stagnant as much as that is.
1: But that's a lot of. It's just my fault. No <laughs> uh, yet. Yeah, uh, streaming is a is a whole nother thing. That's why I haven't uh, yet quite gotten there. Obviously, I, I haven't even released a video on my channel in, oh, I think it's been like six and a half months. Um, I'm planning on doing something soon, but uh, you know, it's always, it always a matter of trying to find my time where the girls are asleep and I'm able to game going, for a little while. So.
0: I'm going on three months. I haven't recorded anything on either channel, I don't think, since I went to Arizona.
1: Oh uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta just uh you gotta just uh record um your your Twitch streams and just upload no, whatever I, you have
2: from there.
0: It's one of those bits for me where I'm just like, I just gotta take the time and do it. I'm just like, I just don't wanna do it.
1: No, <laughs> I, yeah. No, and and I get that. I get that. I, the editing process for those videos, even for the little bits that I did, it was never I could it's say It's never been an easy process. There's nothing like that can cut it down. You've got to watch yourself play games and you've it's literally those, just gone through it.
0: The only thing I I've done that's made it easier is I'm just like, I go for I do like the old LP strategy, like when I was playing Ratchet and Clank, it was just like, okay, it's 30 minutes it's 20, 30 minutes, or until I beat the mission. That's it. Drag it in drag it into the editor, dump it, and just throw my outro on it and go, like, that's it. That was as fast as I could get it. But even then, it's like, that's still 30 minutes of straight recording.
1: Yeah, well, and my heart, the hard thing for me was, I would go through, like, with Mario Maker, was the one that I've been trying to get back on to doing, is you were like, okay, well, we're going to do two or three levels, because I want to show two or three levels. And then it's like, the first level you do takes you, like, 45 minutes just to do so you're like in the editing you know you're in premiere or resolve or yeah. fine after or uh final cut or whatever and you're like cutting it down and you're just like how do i cut this all down like and then and then yeah. you're rewatching yourself and you're like i should have been talking more here or i should have been talking less here or why the heck did i say that
0: yeah that's one and thing that's- um I've talked to others about how that's like the weird um like thing I don't want to say thing, but the weirdness that they have where it's I mean, you and I understand it, but we come from you come from like the actual like live TV broadcast background. I've done enough like sound where we like in our realms always are like, oh, dead air, dead air, dead air, you know, like the alarms, the internal alarm sounding that it's, it's quiet. You can't have quiet for more than like a couple of seconds. Like there needs to be constant stimulation because you're, because, you know, most people are listening, they they might not be watching, but they're going to be listening. And when it's, you know, dead for a couple of seconds, it's like, what happened? Did they leave?
1: Yeah, no, I, we, we've, we I've had moments You know, live on air without going into any real detail because obviously I can't, uh, I don't know how much I can speak out on uh, certain events happening. Obviously, nothing's ever horrible happened on air. Um, But, you know, there's been like moments where, you know, it's been more than two or three seconds of dead air. And I'll tell you, those two or three seconds feel like Like, a lifetime. Oh,
0: they feel like an eternity.
1: You know, because for, you know, those in. Specs audience who don't know it's a I, I direct um, newscasts, and if something happens, so sometimes like you know, prompters down or something happens that causes it to be that you're not able to go on air or or something's going on. um Those two or three seconds, they may not feel like much to people at home, and they, I I have looked back at a lot of these moments and gone, oh, that wasn't as bad as it felt. Mm -hmm. But it feels in that moment like you're like, am I even able to do my job? Like, can I do my job correctly? It's endless. Well, I mean, there's
0: nothing funny. I mean, you see it all the time where, you know, we're going to go to Nancy, who's live outside the local Starbucks with a reaction to the sad news that they're ditching Vente and they go to Sandy and she can't hear you. And they're like, Sandy, Sandy. And, you know, there's some producer pounding the talk back button going, Sandy, can you hear us?
1: Well, it's, it's <laughs> not just it's not just Sandy. Can you hear us? It's it's Q Q. Read. You're on air. You're on. No,
0: air. I, no, no. Like I, I think the reason I'm saying like it's that because I know like the first. Generally, the first instance is more of like it's like okay, make sure it's just like her in ears down. And the connection's bad. Like you know, trying to figure out what it is. Then it's like the internal thing of like just just roll like let it go. We'll go back to her once we get it. Like keep going like. Like I, I'm sure it's you gotta like be quick on. Yeah, your feet. me me
1: as a director, it's like we we had one time where we were going out to a shot and uh and the you know because like it's a cell phone signal type thing and yeah. so if you're in a spot with bad service, sometimes you can go out to it and like it'll look fine for a little while and then all of a sudden you just hit really patchy service. And we went out to a shot and, like, it just was completely frozen right as we went out to it. Like, right as we were going to it, it froze up. And so I held on. And, and like, the only thing you can do as a director is, like, you you just hold on it for, you, you kind of have, like, an internal timer and in you have, like, you know, it's kind of like three, two, one. And then you're, like, all right, ready, you know...
2: Break. <laughs> the anchors on
1: camera too or you know yeah if you have absolutely nothing to go to ready to break let's go to break let's yeah get this all sorted out and come back to it later um the thing is, is you can't go to break automatically break going to break is like the absolute last option, last
0: resort right so
1: well and then and then i will say the nice thing about uh so so bringing it back to you know recording um videos for youtube um it's it's the one thing that's nice is if you do have dead air, you can just be like, all right, well, I'm going to cut this part out. Um, it, yeah. uh, you know, assuming you can, the only, the only problem is, is if like you have a lot of dead air or you have a lot of maybe not quite interesting part, but then you beat the level on that attempt and you're like, Oh, how do I work this? So that way <laughs> it's like. I, I, I remember because the first couple of videos I did were Rocket League. And the nice thing about Rocket League, at the very least, is it's just always going. Whatever yeah. happens is whatever happens. And so I remember there was just one part where I, I had gone through and I was like, well, luckily nothing's happened. And I have not been, I, I've either not said anything or, you know, because like recording a video on your own, like the nice thing about doing this podcast is you and I are just having like a nice conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, the hard thing about recording a video when you're just on your own, you're not talking to anybody. Um, like you're not talking directly to anybody. You're, you know, you're talking through the video to, to whoever watches it after it's posted. But during that moment, you're not really talking to anyone. No, you're talking to and yourself. Those first couple of times I, I would literally be like, well, nothing happened like in the game to speak of. So what I'm just going to do is I'm just going to skip ahead in the game. Cause I would have to cut out parts anyways. Yeah. So might as well use this as something to cut out. And I'd literally, in the middle of the video, just be like, I'd just be like, all right, I'm just gonna cut the last like minute out. So mm-hmm. I I need to remember to like cut this out or whatever. And then, um, and I, sometimes that was actually more <laughs> difficult than actually just trying to find the part to cut out because, yeah. because if if there was a lot of dead air, I could just edit it out. But like, I have to make sure that in the video, I don't include the part that says oh, yeah, I'll just cut this last part out, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I no, can't yeah. say that in the video, so... Uh, it's, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a fun process. Oh, don't worry.
0: Like Even with, like, Twitch in general, uh, you get a lot of that, because, I mean, you never know how many eyes are on you at any given time. Like, at all.
1: Yeah, yeah. Especially I mean, I, I'm always checking up on your viewership numbers whenever I first come in, so... Horrible. They're all horrible. <laughs> They're always <laughs> I, bad. But that's my I don't fault. know what's good or bad in Twitch either, so I wouldn't know. <laughs>
0: I mean, I... I... I don't know. I think it all depends. I'm never satisfied, at least in my numbers. And
1: all that. I think that's how most streamers are, too. It's just a lot of... Even, even like the more successful people on Twitch and YouTube are like, I think are like, one, wow, thousand viewers, that was horrible. And it's like, I, I think the small streamers out there are like,
0: like, I've gathered is someone once talked about uh, PewDiePie. And they were saying, you know, it's crazy to think that someone like PewDiePie, you know, some like he goes, I have to think in terms of like, you know, hundreds of viewers maybe like subs this man's thinking in terms of like hundred thousands and millions in terms of that you know so oh yeah i mean like you can't fathom that you i can't fathom the idea of looking at a video and being like oh this thing only got 1.5 million views in its first hour that's horrible like i can't fathom that number I, i can't fathom you know like i was talking to a a friend of mine, and she's trying for partner, and I'm like, you know, I make the comment like, you know, jokingly being like, "Hey, go live, you won't." And she looks, she's like, "Oh, you know, I could." And then she looks, she's like, "Oh, you know, I really can't. I need sixty. I can't average less than sixty five right now. I'm, I want to make the push." Like she's like, "If I did, I'd have to hope. I'd have to cross the fingers that I get a raid that." A handful of those raiders will actually refresh the screen, refresh the stream so that they actually accounted. Cause fun fact, if you ever get raided into a stream, if you don't refresh the stream, the Twitch's algorithm Twitch's algorithm doesn't count you as a view. It won't count so for Twitch, if you're listening or you, or if you're just like Bryce. You don't really understand Twitch. The way Twitch works is it works in terms of 30-day periods, whether you're going for affiliate or partner. Affiliate's way easier. All you need are 50 follows and an average viewership of, like, about three, three, three and a half views. So a lot of times that first however long, just two weeks, six months, two years, whatever it is, that initial ride's really, really crucial. And one of the things everyone will tell you is, Raids are good and bad, but the problem with the raids is unless the people who are raiding in will refresh or instead of coming on the initial raid, they won't count. So a lot of times, like when big streamers, for instance, will raid smaller channels. Yeah, it's helpful. But in terms of like algorithm and numbers, it's it doesn't do anything. There's they they're not counted as like a single view. It's just a blip. They're not counted towards their numbers. it's just straight. oh, that happened. Your numbers didn't really change in terms of twitches, but in terms of like third parties third party trackers they count those separate but the one that matters twitch your your number your average readership will still be if you're shooting for three and you only average like you know three and a half four you're still going to be that three and a half, four, even though you might've got rated by like a, someone with a hundred views, hundred viewers at that point.
1: Does, 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 do the follows help? Like if people choose to follow you after being rated, do, Those does, follows does that help count. with your numbers? Yeah. The follows. Okay, counts. Cause I like, always have, I always have like, whenever I watch a big streamer and they, and I'm there at the end and they have a raid, I almost always, if it's a small streamer, if it's another big streamer, then I might may or may not follow them based on what I think of their stream. Yeah. But if it's a if it's a small streamer where they're like, oh, we're gonna read this small streamer or you know, yeah. however you figured out that they're a small streamer, then I usually am like, okay, I'm gonna the, give them a follow. The follow. And usually that's amongst like a hundred follows oh, because yeah, the, the, everybody that's reading wants to follow.
0: Yeah, the thing the thing with it is if you were to ask a small streamer what's more important, a follower a view. I think the majority of them would say the follow helps because then if you know, you're perusing and you click on a channel randomly, whether you're getting, you know, you get a shout out in someone else's chat because you're known in there or, or something and they click on it, you know, I think having more fall, you know, if you're closer to 500, 400, whatever the number is compared to like 20, you're probably more likely to get a random follow um than not but i know if you're still on that push for something you're gonna want you know the the view probably more than the follow but you know one gen like follows usually come easier than actual viewership but i don't know some, you, the three's not too difficult this, you, the best way to do it i would say is like hey just get <laughs> have some give a like, refresh
1: and a follow
0: yeah, there you go. That, that's the best thing you can do. How about the, how about the small streamer refresh and a follow? That's the best thing to do. But a lot of times people don't know that. I don't think it's really known. And a lot of times, too, if, you're, if you, are like, like I said, my friend, she's trying for partner. You know, she says, like, oh, hit the refresh. It helps me out a lot. And I'm like, why don't you just tell them why that Twitch doesn't count you as a viewer unless you hit it. I think most people are like, oh, okay, cool, because you're just like, hey, hit that refresh button, helps me out a lot. Like, I think there is a disconnect. Like if I heard that, I'd be like, Oh yeah, sure, cool, whatever. Like you don't even have to say anything, just like keep that window open.
1: But Yeah, no, that makes sense. People are weird. So But yeah, um, how about the angels, I guess. I hate them. <laughs> I hate you them. hate them? I mean it's 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 been a bad few games, but uh I mean, it doesn't help that their last win, the uh, the one six to five with Lorenzen had a beautiful game oh, and then my they not get me started to scare us.
0: Oh, don't get me started. It was started. like
1: it's been like since that moment don't get me since that bottom inning Don't get me like, started. Like bottom half of the inning, it's been like a a game or you know, two full games of mediocrity. Don't get and me it's, started. It's, it's it's for me, I'm like, is this what we're gonna expect for the rest of the season? Like, no. what do we expect? Do we expect the team that was no. That was doing really well against the Astros and then really well against the Guardians and then, you know, really well against, uh, who, who was it? The Player of the Guardians? Is it the White Sox that they it went was the right White to? Sox, yeah. So they started, you know, pretty good against the White Sox and then kind of fell I, off at the end there. It's like, which team are we getting this season? I think you're
0: going to get kind of the middle. Um, if I put a pin on it, I don't think. I think the team that you saw play the guardians is maybe the, like the team that went on the seven game win streak. I think that's probably the extreme when things are going well. If I had to guess, I don't know if the seven game win streak is like as much as they're going to get for the year. I I do. I think the team might have a 10 game win streak in them. I think,
1: I mean, here here's the thing that I here's a silver lining in all of this is they've been playing pretty well. I mean, they're still first place in the AOS right now, um, as of you know us recording this. Yeah. And um, but here's the silver lining is through this all, Otani's been very streaky. He he hasn't been a huge contributor towards the win streak in it in and of itself because he had a couple of good games where he was a big part of it, and then he had to several games where he wasn't a big part of it. I mean, so, I mean, the silver lining there is, Otani's not going to play that way the whole season. No, he'll, he's going to pick it back up. And so if you have Otani and Trout's looking like he's going to have, you know, knocking on wood, you know, let's hope that, you know, well, not, not so much knocking on wood that he's going to have a good year. I think, you know, a healthy trout has a good year regardless. Um, knocking on wood that he doesn't get injured. um, You know, I I think a healthy Trout can give you. I mean, he looks like he's on a tear to just have an MLB or not an MLB, but an MVP season
0: again. And and
1: and, um, if if Otani can reconnect with his bat, then yeah, maybe we can get to a point where having them and then Rendon's starting to pick up his bat a little bit more, and if Taylor Ward can continue to be what he's been so far. I mean, even if he's half of what he's been so far. (laughs) I would yeah, be more I, than happy to have that as another option. And then our pitching's actually been decent. Even in the games we've lost, yeah, for the most I, part, it have been pretty decent.
2: I can't say... Uh, you, I, I can't say um, that... Even in like this, like the game from the night where it's, you know, four,
0: it's a four nothing shutout. The Angels only got three hits, whereas the Red Sox got nine. I mean, those games are going to happen regardless, whether they be it in Boston or Anaheim. Like, you're going to have games like that where it's just, oh, well, it, it didn't, we, we couldn't do anything. It's going to happen. It, it's unfortunate when it does happen because it always seems to happen when we go to Boston. It never seems to be. It's always those Boston trips where I just dread. But like I said, the bright—I mean, the bright side is what Syndergaard gave <clears throat> gave up only two runs, I think. And how many innings did he go? Syndergaard in seven innings gave up three runs. He three strikeouts, a home run, and a walk. That's not a hor- like that's not a horrible line by stretch of the imagination. I mean, even Pegoraro who went. You know, he went in and he gave up an earned run on a home run like that. That That's not bad at the end of the day. That's a, that's a quality start from Cindergard. You know, you can't ask for much more. It's not your fault that Waka all of a sudden has decided to pitch like he did in St. Louis, at least early on going, you know, five scattering five and two thirds, scattering three hits. Like you can't do anything about that. That's just. That's just an unfortunate situation.
1: Okay, so the question is, ultimately, right now, where we're standing, do you okay. feel like the Angels make the playoffs this year? Does Mike Trout play a playoff game in 2022? No, I have to say this um, now. No, yeah, yeah. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying make your ultimate prediction right now, and you can't vary from this throughout the season. What I'm saying is, is based on where we are right now, I think, does Mike Trout play playoffs this year?
0: I think if they continue this and let's let's say they they end they go you know you go into June at like close to 30 wins and then all that stuff. I think if you can maintain that I think you have a good enough shot to get in. I don't think I, I've said this for a while. I think people who are betting on the Astros and Mariners don't understand baseball and they get to like, how do I put this with the Mariners? I think people with the Mariners get too enthralled by the shiny objects. The shiny, the shiny moves that Jerry DePoto does a lot of times. Where Jerry will... The one thing with Jerry DePoto is Jerry DePoto isn't afraid to make the move. That's Jerry DePoto. Jerry DePoto will, will always be like, Oh, Winker's available? And... You know, and another guy. You know, and um, what's his name? The third baseman. Like, oh, they're both available, and I don't think up a whole lot. Heck yeah, I'm gonna do that. But there's also the Jerry yeah. Depoto, who's gonna trade his top prospects for for a B starter. Like, that's also Jerry Depoto.
1: Well, and what what I will say about the Angels, um, speaking of general managers, is I, I I actually have liked their last two general manager hires between um epler and uh I... <laughs> I forget how his last name perry Manasian, manesian yeah, um, yeah i i i like their their they, they both at least done a good job of balancing a win now mode with a building up the farm system
0: yeah your problem with billy was billy's biggest problem was he came into a farm system that was in disarray because you had a the GM before and in DePoto, who, like I said, was not afraid of making the deal, not afraid of trading anyone to get the guy he thought would improve the team. And you, you saw that for his 10 year. He didn't care. He was as much as, you know, he will say, oh, it was Artie who really wanted all these guys. I didn't want him. Like, I didn't want Wolf. I didn't want CJ Wilson. I
1: didn't want Josh Hamilton. Artie did. Well, I don't think it's completely untrue either. Oh, I don't um, think. But, I, but There's I, no hoping that Artie's going to ever give up the team. <laughs> no. Well, okay. Do you got to remember something? He's, okay. he's got a pretty good grip, grip on, the, on the Angels and, uh, you know, with the new stadium coming yeah. in in the next 10 years or whatever, the, the one it's going to be his for a long The one time. thing you have to remember with Artie
0: Moreno, and I've heard this multiple times from multiple people, Artie Moreno's biggest problem is Artie Moreno. Artie Moreno will constantly get impatient. You saw it with Jock Peterson, the Jock Peterson deal that got nixed because of what Boston what Boston was trying to do with uh, Brewstar because they didn't like Brewstar's uh, physical. So the deal got nixed between the Angels, you know, that Angel-Dodger deal that sent Jock and um, Stripling to the to Anaheim for Rennie Hefo. Was it Renny? somebody said Ward was in that deal. I was like Ren Hefo.
1: Was, Yeah, Renhifo Ward and what was it Adele? Wasn't he also No, it
0: wasn't Adele. It wasn't anyone big, but it was like Valbuena. Valbuena, I think Ward and somebody else. Uh I forget what the deal was. But it wasn't like
2: anyone huge. It was like a lot of like uh um Think. let me see if i can get it um if i can find it uh it was Luis Tranjifo headed the dodgers
0: in a deal for jock peterson oh and also too the angels were gonna get prospect andy pages who actually is a really really good it was a really good prospect in their system um but yeah, it was just Renhifo, I think. I don't see anybody else that might have been wrong. But I mean, that that was the deal. Like, it's not exactly a barn, you know, any kind of... <sighs> I just want to see if there's another guy in this deal for the Angels. I think it was just Renhifo. I can't... I don't see Taylor Ward. I see it was just Renhifo. Yeah, okay. uh, for
1: Luis. I think Renhefo. it was Renhifo and some prospects, wasn't it? At the very least.
0: I, I thought there had to have been more going back.
1: I think I I think I remember at the time, it was like, like Renhifo, a prospect, and a no, player okay. to be named
0: later. So the full deal, I finally found it, was the, the deals of the deal would have sent Jock Jack Peterson, Ross Ripley, and prospect any pages to the Angels for Luis Renhifo. That was it. Um, oh. It was literally just, we gave up Renhifo, which... Isn't
1: okay now looking back at that, you know, yeah, I might have been okay with that. Yeah, I don't, Ross um, Stripling,
0: um, is okay, he would have, yeah, been, well,
1: and, and Renhifo has had times where I would have said, oh no, I'm never gonna make that deal, but then there's more often now, I'm more like, I would trade now, Renhifo. he's too <laughs> sneaky. The,
0: the thing with Renhifo, and I will fight Angel's Twitter, I love you guys to death, but like, I think. Angel's Twitter has this really weird habit of falling in love with guys and just being like, oh, no, no, he's great. He's great. We must it's kind of like him. me
1: with uh, David Fletcher right now. I keep Dude, hoping that he's going to put it back together, I but I don't the, know. No,
0: I was going to say it's the David Fletcher syndrome of like, is Fletcher good? Yeah, Fletcher's good, but listen, you can't swing like you're Vladimir Guerrero when you're David, when you're David Eckstein, like you, you can't do that. You can't keep swinging at pitches above your head like, dude, swing at a pitch down the middle and take the one at your head.
1: Well, and you, you, you've hit the nail on the head. He, he reminds you a lot of David Eckstein. And it's, it's why guys like him and, and Reggie Willits and uh, Peter Borges. That's a name. It's like why, but those guys were all fan favorites, not because they were extremely competent. I mean, they were all pretty good, or at least decent hitters. Not nothing groundbreaking, but at the very least, contributors.
0: Yeah, they're, um, they're you know they're they were they're, fine. Yeah, they they got they're <laughs> the guys that win you the World Series ring because all they do is grind.
1: But but ultimately, it's because they were like the guys who won you the World Series. That you're sitting there like, oh my gosh, I love this guy. Because yeah, he, he reminds me of the time when
0: times were good. Yeah, he he. they do that one thing every once in a while, like, oh, that's why we have him, you know?
1: Yeah, but... well, and, and so ultimately for me, the reason I think that the Angels are going to be good this season is because I feel a lot more confident in years past than I have in their bullpen,
0: yeah, they really um, did. They've really got a really lot of
1: arms that seem to be. They, they're not just going to come in and blow the game. They're not all perfect, and some like Michael Myers has had some struggles this year. Um, need, but even then, I expect him to put it back together. And yeah, you don't
0: and, need you don't need perfection. Twenty out of twenty times, you you'll take eighteen. You'll take eighteen out of twenty at early on. Yeah. You're like, ah, oh, as long as there's at this point, you're looking at it. You're like oh, cool, you know, right now you're probably saying the three guys we need to be on most of the time are Loop, Tapera, and Iggy. That's it. Like, that's all you're looking yeah. at. Like, every, like, it, arch. If, if Bradley does well three out of five outings, we'll take that. Tapera yeah. does, you know, the only guys you're really for is like, you want Loop to get that lefty out. You want To pair to get be the setup guy to Iggy, and you want Iggy not to give up thirty thousand runs in a game he doesn't need to be in. Like that's what you want. You don't want you don't want it to go where it's like last year, where it's like, oh dear God, Myers has to pitch the eighth because we have, you know, a monkey that can play kazoo in the bullpen. Like you you don't want to be in that situation because you know every other team has. A decent bullpen, at least in the A.O.
1: West. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, I mean, I'm more confident in, in the bullpen and the starting pitching. I, I feel, I feel like this year, and, and and we all we we for at least a couple of years, I feel like we've had a pretty competent batting lineup. It's just always been there, our pitching, and I feel like our I pitching mean, now isn't as gaping I, of a hole. It's I, just a not perfect setup. I look
0: at the lineup. Daily, and I see there there really two holes that I wish got filled, but it's like I get it. I rather part of me wonders if they're just gonna throw money at Trey Turner next in the off season, so they didn't want to sign a, a shortstop where it's like, what if we go after Trey and just give Trey money, or are they? I guess the other side of that is, oh, we want to see what we had to pay Otani, in you, you know like otani's payday is coming so can we manage four big contracts
1: they better you know, pay
0: otani no that, <laughs> see see that this is the thing with otani this, this is the one thing i i i wonder with otani is because right now if you're looking at the lineup it's like as much as i love tyler wade and i love andrew velasquez they're not combined they're not a they're not a competent shortstop they're not like the three guys aren't comp- aren't competent shortstops. That's true. Like left field Adele's going to figure it out. Adele and Marshall figure it out wherever that's going to be like one of them. One, if not, both of them are going to be will be fine. That That's going to happen. Like it, it Ward swung himself in the lineup like that happened. So now you can kind of take your time with Adele and be like, hey, go down to triple a work on the reads and left field. Get used to it because that's where we're probably going to that's probably where you're going to be. You're going to probably whether he's platooning with Marsh or one of them just gets it like that. That's what he needs to do. But when you're, like I said, you're looking at it. The one gaping hole is shortstop. Are they going to go after Trey Turner next in the off season and be like seven years, 125, you know, what are you going to do with Otani? Cause Otani is probably going to get, that 10-year deal money, I think Otani's a free agent. I oh, God, he's a free agent, I think, in the next couple of years. I think 2024 is it Oh free agent I think,
1: I want to say I want to say it was he I feel like I remember reading that he's up for arbitration. He's in
0: arbitration this year and next year.
1: Next year, yeah, and so I think next year's his last time. And so, because I remember them like mentioning like they were gonna try to approach Otani for an extension, he was kind of like, "No, let's wait until it's like you know, just well, about it's kind of it's them... kind of it the same thing with Anthony Davis for the Lakers. It was kind of like, let's wait until it's like the last possible second and then we'll discuss the extension." Well, it's and, not like... even
0: it's not even that the thing with. um like those pre-arb like giving up your arbitration years is arbitration's a weird beast because the way arbitration is is if you're looking at arbitration if i were best way to put arbitration is arbitration's your chance to give yourself your own value it's the chance for you to as like the union worker to be like hey it. I demand $15 like you know it's like when you go to your boss and you're like hey I want to raise to $20 an hour and they say why and you give them what you know your reasons and they counter offer you with something else and someone and the third party has to tell you what you actually are worth you know you don't want to give up that freedom because what if what if in arbitration you could get $15 million and your AV you know your your AAV for your contracts only 10.5 Like, do you want to leave $5 million on the table?
1: No, of course not. Yeah, no, I get that.
0: But, yeah, so Otani's a free agent in 2024. So he's basically got two years left, and he's going to be, where are you? He'll be entering free agency as a 25-year-old. That's, like, that's, you know.
2: I'm the angels, I just say, here's
0: your 10-year contract. No, like I said, (laughs) I would just be like, here's 10 years. Here's 10 years, 300 mil. 10 years, blank check. (laughs) Not even a blank check, because what, Trout, like, let's just, like, realistically, we're building around Mike Trout. You're building around Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Mike Trout's a free agent, is signed through 2030. He's not a free agent until 2031. So let's play the game there of, of Otani. You could just be like, hey, we'll sign you through Mike Trout. We'll at least keep you with Trout. So if he's like, he does want to hit for agency again, you know, that's what a, that's seven year, six, seven year deal. Like he can take six, a six, seven year deal at that money and be only 31. Like he can enter free agency again as a 31 year old. Like Mike Trout's probably going to be, if he Mike oh, yeah. Trout wants to do it. So, I mean, you have those options available where it's just like,
1: yeah, well, that, and then that's imagine still on the table, imagine the, the value that he probably so. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's exactly what he does because imagine the value he could get if, in that time, the Angels were able to pull off a World Series or two. Yeah, it so would I, be he would, he would, his value by the time he hits this, you know, what most people would say is probably going to be around the time that he hits his prime. It's like. Or, or the very, yeah, or the very least, he's still extremely productive. Um, yeah. I mean, you then then his value is going to be like through the roof. And I mean, who knows what MLB contracts are going to be like then? Because, like, no, I don't remember, because yeah.
0: that's what like but the whole thing is that's what they did with Trout is they before Trout signed that big deal, they gave him a six year, I want to say six year in the realm of 145, and he could he he was going to hit free agents, you know, free agency right after Harper did, which was 2019. Yeah. So like 20, like 2018 into 2019 or something like he was going to hit free agency, you know, at that point, like yeah. it's not of their own possibility for them to be like, if he's like, Hey, I do want to try free agency at, at some point, you know, that's a shorter deal. He says, Hey, I'll do five years. I want to hit it before I'm 30. So like four years and an option, five years, whatever it is, I mean, I, to me, even though it's like, I don't want to see him possibly leave. I think that's fair for both sides. It's like, Hey, you know, we get a few years of his, you know, his good years left. And then if he wants to try the open market, he has that opportunity when he's still fairly going to be fairly decent, at least on one side of the ball, if not both, he might not be what he was last year.
1: Well, who, who knows? Again. Maybe he'll stick around over the years because by that point we may have a a, a duo and, and Marsh and Adele that might yeah, be. No, that that's just it. I going mean, going crazy. And if they stuck with the Angels, then we could see just a ton of productiveness. It... And and why would Otani want to leave that when he could,
0: you yeah, know, potentially
1: it... get like some great years at the end of his career? Yeah,
0: it, it, I think it is the whole thing of you know, do you. Does he? We keep, you know, we all we're always like, oh, he's gonna go to Boston or New York, and it's like, does he even want to go to Boston or New York? Is I, there think,
2: I, think,
1: that I think I think Otani loves Los, Angeles. well, not you know Anaheim, Los Angeles, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think Otani loves you know the the culture of where he lives, but also just. The Angels are probably, well, I don't think now it's as true, but the Angels, when they signed him, were one of the only teams that were able to be like, that were willing to be like, hey, yeah, we're just going to give you whatever you want, like, in terms of, like, pitching and hitting and everything. You can do it, like, you can just tell us. I mean, initially, Social wasn't um, maybe exactly on Otani's page um, in terms of think, what they wanted to do <laughs> they weren't think, on the same page because I, I mean remember it was sosha 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 was, Socha, Dude, Socha, Socha was like you're gonna take a day off before a day off after you're only you know you're gonna pitch that day and you, you know hit maybe sort of thing it was kind of like a weird i don't like, think sosha knew what he was
0: doing half the time and he'll never admit it looking like yeah. kind of what you did because it was just like i don't know what the hell we're doing here where it's like, Madden's yeah, like, ah, like, oh, you want to play?
1: Yeah, sure, go for it, kid. Madden's like, how do you want to do this? Is that how you want to do it? Cool, you're going to do it that way. Although, you know, Madden, Madden, I think sometimes with his managerial decisions, there's a I, lot of,
0: yeah, I'm just going to do this. I had this conversation earlier today, and I said this, I think Madden's, I mean this nicely, is like a wannabes, wannabe, uh, like Phil Jackson or <laughs> he wants to put you in that he wants you to, he wants to put you in that position to succeed, and whatever that position is, is what he's gonna do.
2: You know? Yeah, I get you.
0: Does you know, like Ward killing it in the leadoff spot? Why is he gonna take Ward at the leadoff spot? Ward's killing it. Is Ward a good leadoff hitter? Probably not. Does he do? Is he excelling? Damn Skippy! Why would you mess with that? Like, there's no I'm reason just to mess like... with
1: that. All right, whatever's going good is what I'm going to go with. Uh, yeah, I'm just no going to one... kind of throw it at the wall see what sticks. Yeah, but I mean, you don't. No one wants to hear that. No one wants to hear like,
0: but you don't have a plan. That's not how this
1: works. Like, no one wants to hear that. But it's like, I think that's part of why Otani's, uh it works. Adding averages up to now hasn't been great though, is because he's not always been at the best spot in the lineup. I don't even he know was the off hitter part of the season, and it's like, why is he leading off? He's our power. You know.
0: Yeah, I think he, he see, can hit for
1: contact, but he's not a contact hitter.
0: I think his best spots probably third is third, yeah, his third, like between. I, I at
1: this point, I would, I would probably, and I don't know if this matches with what we're going right now, but I would. I mean, Ward's numbers are good in the lead-up, so maybe just leave him there. But put you know, maybe make it Ward, and then I'd probably say Trout, and then uh, Otani run
0: Yeah, that's what it, I think. That's your but, best bet.
1: I th- I think that's kind of like if you go with that as your first four, you're gonna get and then a, well then you go times,
0: more times like, than not. Yeah, but even on top of that too, behind him you got Walsh, so you're going, you're going, you know, right, right, left, you know, two right, you know, right, right, left, right, left, right, One, yeah. you know, which is all which I think is helpful, or at least to some extent. And then you got whatever you know behind after that which is you know i'm i do not even know who the back of the lineup is insert guy here but it you'll be i think they'll be fine they might just have to pick up a couple guys but
1: yeah i mean even the bottom half of our lineup isn't the uh isn't you know they're not they're not gonna knock you out of the park by any means but the, the, they're at least possibly gonna get on base Which is kind of what you want. You want the bottom of your lineup to get a base for the top of your lineup to come back up again and knock them in.
0: Yeah. So I mean,
1: they're doing okay with that.
0: Yeah. We'll see. I. It's
1: long. Season's long. It's a long season. It's not. we'll we'll, we'll probably we'll we'll visit this week to week, and probably you know, hopefully by the end of June, we're like, yeah, maybe the Angels are pretty good. I mean, you know, remember back in 2014, watching those uh, watching those Angels um go about it like they did and we I don't think any of us predicted at the beginning of that season that it would turn out that the Angels would have the best record in the league. Now, yeah, they followed that up with uh losing, you know, getting swept by the Royals in the playoffs. I mean, that But happens. Still they that's, were they, 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 they were they were the they were they had the best record in the Major Leagues. And I I'll tell you the reason there is a reason I I at least feel possibly more confident about this team than even that team. Was that team was I don't know it felt like it felt like they were always one injury away from just being from going from being the best team to being the worst team, and they just had everything run their way. I don't feel like everything has to go the angel's way for the season to go well, like I said right now, Otani's not playing well, or you know he's playing okay um he's not playing up to what I think he would expect of himself um You know, again, I'm not trying to come down on him by any means, but, you know, he's not quite up to what everybody knows he can do. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but, you know, once he picks things up, that can only improve the Angels. And so, you know, things don't always constantly have to be going their way because they have multiple pieces this year. And so as long as not everybody gets injured, then, you know, again, knock on wood. Yeah. Then you know we'll see. I guess how things go from as as we go about the season. I'm I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Maybe hopefully tomorrow, you know, against Boston, it's not a uh, you know another shutout. Hopefully they're at least at least competitive. If not, maybe they can pull out a win. I don't know. We'll see. Boston's yeah, always we'll kind see. of a weird place to play. So.
0: Yeah, I mean it's an you'll well, it'll be a uh it's a day at a time sort of thing. We'll see how things play out as they go. It's a slow burn and all that yada, yada, yada.
1: Yada, yada, yada. Oh, That'll head. be the theme for the Angels year. Yada, yada, yada.
0: That's usually how it is, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's how it feels. There's never... It, it never is an up and down thing.
1: Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. It's a lot long- it, it, I think there's reason to be hopeful, um, but like I said, um, you know, like I've been saying, it's it's a matter of just seeing how the season goes. Because I mean, I, I feel more confident than in many of the years past, but um, but it's hard to predict until you're almost in the July and August is when you finally really have the sense of all right, we're not making the playoffs this year, or. All right, we're going to make the playoffs this year and maybe we're going to do something in the playoffs. But even then, once you know, once you have a feel for if your team's making the playoffs, there's no saying for how your team's going to do cuz like you your team could get in the playoffs, everything just clicks and then you you know, like like the uh, Braves, it's like you just go right to the World Series and you look like the, you know, like the best team in baseball even if you weren't playing that way all season but uh yeah we'll see i mean we'll yeah. see i don't necessarily expect the angels to win the world series this year but i also um i also wouldn't say no in terms of the idea of it being a possibility because you know you've got mike Trout, you've got Shohei Otani, you've got several players that could be a good part of a roster like that but i wouldn't be comfortable predicting it because they haven't shown me anything yet that would say, like, they're definitely going that way, so.
0: Yeah. It's, like I said, it's a long, long, long way to go. But it, looked, it looks good, and it's the question, you know,
2: I think somebody asked earlier, where it's like, is it a bump in the road? Or is it a... You or is the wall wish, well it's
0: not even a, <laughs> like a wall or 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 are you getting like the extreme hot with seven games you know six games in a row and now it's like lost two out of the last three you know it's like is it the dichotomy of like it's even itself out and it's like the truth in the middle or do they maximize the hot and now it's like now they're coming back to what they are but it's like maybe they're in the middle or it's like <laughs> Boston, Boston in May is not exactly a fun place to play. All that stuff. So, hope yeah, maybe... they did.
1: They did mention in the broadcast um, that uh, weather may be playing a little bit of a factor between playing in Chicago and now, playing in Boston. Um, I, I, you know, there might be something to that because they were playing in a lot of warm climates. The ball does carry further in warm climates. Well, so maybe once the it. summer hits, we see a a mashing Angels team that uh, then cools off in the. In September, October, when they have to play in cold places.
0: I mean, just look at it this way like Boston's 10 day weather forecast tomorrow, 54 rain, Thursday, 6. So, like, tomorrow's game, you know, it, it, you're looking at a high of 45. Thursday, which is, I think, the last game they play in Boston, it's 67. And then it's like, then they're coming home. So, I mean, are you, you know, are we looking at it where it's just, uh, like, you just make it home <laughs> like yeah cuz i think they get let me look uh so they play tomorrow again and then thursday so the day they leave it's like okay that's at least you know comparable to what we're getting in calif you know back in california like 60 you know 67 which is you know good enough and then then i then they come back home so it, it maybe it is just a the weather sucked just
1: get out of there you know i guess we'll see how things go as we uh, like like we've been probably going about for about the past couple minutes you know seeing how things go and hopefully it is just a matter of uh putting the pieces back together fast yeah um he, he, i would be i'd be more confident in this team doing them than again in years past um yeah, I, it felt yeah. like in years past when they fell off they fell off that was it
0: well i I mean, oh. I will say this like after Boston, it's like, okay, you know, you know tough team Chicago, tough team in Boston, weather's an issue in both those cities. Then you come home and it's the Nationals, three against the Nationals, and then three against the Rays, and then again another three, and then the
2: you know after this series, one, two, three, four, five,
0: five out of your next six games or six series are teams that um, you know, apart from the rays and, and the blue jays, you're not really playing teams that are above five hundred. So it's gonna who probably won't be five hundred. So at this point it's like, okay, this is like another stretch, like we gotta take two out of three from the Nationals. Rays it's like we want, you know, another two out of three and then, you know, sweep the A's, two out of three of the Angels, sweep the A's again or something. Like it's that stretch of games where it's like, okay, there's, you know, the next 12 games, we should probably be taking a lot of these games because it's the, like I said, the Nationals, the Rays, the A's, and the Rangers, and then the A's again. So it's like, okay, we got to, that's where we got to go. We got to get this road trip behind us because then you get the Blue Jays and the Yankees back to back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: That's that's the stuff I would say. Keep the eye on. Oh, and by the way, that A's has got a double header, so on Sunday. So That'll that be fun. I mean,
1: I I think we've got several of those this year because of that Cause whole of the uh, lockout, yeah, lockout situation. Thanks, uh, Manfred. Yeah, there's there's
0: <laughs> one this month against the A's. There's one next month against the Mariners in June, July. There isn't any, but I think that was it. I don't think there's any more like predetermined scheduled double letters i mean yeah that was it but you got two in are back-to-back both on sunday so we'll see like i said that's the name of the episode i
1: guess we'll see
0: but it looks to be at least like... <laughs> I'll
1: literally just be at the bottom we'll see and there
0: you go <laughs> The word of the day so.
1: that'll, that'll be that'll be how this whole uh podcast goes it's just we'll a matter of see.
0: we'll see let's say the, the podcast forget what i said Welcome to the "We'll See" podcast, where we talk about things. I mean, it works Nazi. with the whole
1: uh, specs branding, right? It's the, you could just keep the glasses going, and we'll see. It could be a whole pun and everything. I hate it here. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. You've got a you've got a dad as your co-host, so uh, you're going to get dad jokes along the way too. I'm surprised I didn't make more tonight. So, but I invite you to be to do this part I, I, don't, I don't know I don't know I, I, I guess I can talk sometimes so. oh my god it, it helps break up the conversation you know the whole not having to always have, have to... guests no
0: it's so I don't turn into Colin Cowherd that's what you're here for
1: start just ranting
0: no not, no, no no. if I turn into uh if I turned into Chris Dog Russo, that'd be a you know that's a that's the goal when I turn into Cowherd where I'm just
1: insane nonsense. Although, although isn't that how we're going to end up getting views? Is let, letting you just go off and and rant? And do we just turn be, in, does be this, angry about nothing? Does,
0: do we just turn this into first take?
1: <laughs> Each of us just doing our own thing.
0: You know, no, no, no. Where it's like I tell you your top five point guards, and you don't go anyone. Bef- you don't talk about anyone. Per, you know, after like 1986, in your top five point guards. <laughs> God, I love dog. I love mad dog. I you know, so uh, my much. top
1: point guard is Pistol P. Maravich.
0: You can't if talk you, me out of that. It's if, like, you, if you haven't seen his top five point guard video on tw- on Twitter, do yourself a favor and look it up. I'll send it to you. Uh, it is, I'll have to look it, it is up. Is Maybe we can but, uh, react it, to that next it time. Is, but, it is just chef's kiss of just ah, this guy does not think anything post met like magic and bird exists. And I love it i love it oh man he said his top team was like the 1983 celtics or something i'm like you sir are just uh i love it never changed back when the years.
1: celtics dominated because nobody else was good anyways
0: <laughs> no no that was that, that was, those were the bill russell years where it's where it's <laughs> why did they win so many titles in the aba
1: because there were no other teams in the aba they were playing themselves, basically.
0: It was literally like we have Bill Russell. Who do you have? Uh, we have a milkman.
1: Yeah, well, and it's like it's like the Lakers' first big star back when they won what, like two of their titles. I think is what it was. It was it was George thing. Mikan?
0: Yeah, there you go. And now Jerry West wants to sue HBO for his depiction in that stupid show. <laughs> oh, the
1: Lakers! I, I mean, that'll fact. probably have to be a topic for one of these. Uh, podcast episodes is talking to... about the uh, dysfunction that is the Lakers of the past ten years.
0: The dysfunction that is LeBron James and why I don't why he can
1: leave and I wouldn't care. I'm I'm almost ready for the Lakers to uh I mean again we should probably do this in a whole nother podcast episode, but I'm almost ready for them to just f- for 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 Genie to finally just be like, you know what? What we're gonna do is we're just gonna trade anthony davis we're just gonna trade lebron james or let his contract finish that's a whole we're just game. gonna let a- russell westbrook finish stop ha, you know you just think, tell, ha, ha, you tell think rob Polinka Ro- to stop trading ha, any of the draft picks you think russ you, wait think ten russell, years.
0: you think russ is gonna make it through the summer as a laker
1: <laughs> I, I would adorable. be surprised if i would be almost surprised right. if they did trade him because who's right going to trade for him i got one who's going to trade for him is the, the real new question. york knicks you think he's going to the knicks you i wanted to Rainbow have him. back in that deal
0: i wanted to <laughs> have him i think it would please me more than russell westbrook getting traded to the knicks nothing would please me more than him going to that dumpster fire of an organization
1: we do a sign-and-trade and send Melo back there, too, and force the Knicks to have to take on Melo and R- R- Russell Westbrook? <laughs> just to create yeah, just a great chaos Here
0: you go. Bring... Here, you can take Lamelo back. How'd that work out for you the next time? The last time?
1: Oh, man. Well... <laughs> what a career for that guy. What a career. I, I don't know if he's going to be playing anymore, but we'll see. He yeah, probably we'll still see. wants a ring, so maybe he'll... Uh, Maybe he'll go to Warriors or something. Oh yeah, like,
0: that's where it all is. Could,
1: could you sign me on a minimum contract? Now I can go- shoot sometimes. Now he'll go to Phoenix. That's yeah. what Chris Paul needs. You know, as much as there there are issues with Chris Paul, i uh, I would not my mi- I would not mind seeing him win a title, just because of how talented he's been throughout his career. I call the Suns. I, I, I know he's got a lot of personal issues. Like people people have had beef with him, but um. I called the Suns. Frauds it's last just so I want to see him when I. I want to see the Suns. Well, not so much the Suns, but I want to see uh, CP3 win a title. Just because it's like it's kind of like having you know John Stockton, and Karl Malone not have a title. It's like how could yeah. CP3 not have a title? We we yeah, gotta about, make sure he has yeah, one how, before he goes.
0: <laughs> yeah, this basketball thing's a whole episode because it's like how about your uh, how about your Utah Jazz just having the most epic of implosions I've ever seen?
1: You say see my Utah Jazz like I'm not a Lakers fan.
2: I I was, I was kind of job. hoping
1: I, I I'll tell you as and and again yeah we we probably should do this on another episode but I'll tell you uh, maybe as a teaser for that whole other episode I I wanted to see the Jazz go out in the first round because I'm really hoping I'm that makes um Quinn Snyder either leave Quinn? or 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 be fired because I want come. the Lakers to have Quinn Snyder as a coach, because heard- there's JB that can handle. The hot mess that is the Lakers. It's Quinn Snyder. It's Quinn Snyder. More so than Doc Rivers, more so than almost any other coach that's available. I'm just not sure that's going to happen.
0: I heard a crazy theory that Quinn Snyder comes to the Lakers and then they trade for Donovan Mitchell.
1: I wouldn't mind that. I like Donovan Mitchell. I really like like Donovan Mitchell. And
0: it's one of those bits where I was like, how?
1: It's not going to happen, no, but it's I not.
0: wouldn't 1000% isn't. It's just like how
1: <laughs> Donovan <laughs> Mitchell does like being a Utah Jazz and and I get it, but I'll take uh, Rudy uh, Gobert. I think I think to some extent, I mean, if you if you believe some of the tweets that have been put out, uh, he's he's asking out and there's that? a quote Western Conference contender that is uh that'd be willing to pay handsomely for his services. I had a feeling that that's probably the Lakers no, going in and I saying don't think so. You don't no, think they, so You think
0: I? I don't know who, but I, I see the Lake I guess this is where we're gonna we'll wrap it up here. But Lakers, Clippers don't have draft capital. Lakers, like you think the That's Lakers? Are, you think the Lakers are in a bad situation? The Clippers gave up everything in the kitchen sink to get to get Paul George. Everything in the kitchen sink. I don't think the Clippers have a draft pick
1: for the next seven years. And thus far, it's turned to nothing.
0: <laughs> no, and it's like it's nothing, like. The only reason why the Lakers are in a a really bad situation is I think they have, like, a potential top 10 pick that's gone, which it's like, oh, that kind of sucks, because they happen to suck at the wrong year.
1: Yeah, no, I remember when we traded for Anthony Davis and people were like, oh, you're trading away all your draft picks again, that's a mistake, and I remember thinking... Yeah, but the Lakers are going to be good for as long yeah. as Anthony Davis see, is on their roster so and now like, I'm like, oh, maybe see, we shouldn't see, he, have traded the of this. Like th-
0: this is the issue cuz it's like they have a lottery pick. They're if the draft didn't have a lottery if I believe. I don't know how this is. Working. Yeah, they would
1: have they would have had a lottery pick this year. They
0: have a lottery pick. And now New Orleans has that lottery pick. So it's it's like Yeah. I mean, are they going to win? Are they gonna get number one? Probably not I don't you know that's generally not how it works, but I don't know this it's not like this draft class is necessarily deep by any stretch of the imagination. I don't think so.
1: this is probably one of the first years I couldn't really tell you of many players that are there I definitely don't feel like there's anybody in this draft that's gonna be um game changing for many teams, but I could be wrong. It no, could man. be that this is the next big whatever but
0: yeah, I mean I so so I mean like you know you go to Tankathon you start hitting that sim lottery button, like or do the Lakers re- like does it really matter if they lose the eighth to ninth ish pick in hindsight? Probably not. Yeah. Would it would it help if you do you want someone? Yeah. Is it gonna help New Orleans? I I don't know. Probably not.
1: Yeah. Well, and I mean, if uh, if the Lakers can manage to salvage something with uh, that Russell Westbrook contract before the summer ends, I, I would be surprised if, they, if they're able to pull that off. The Knicks would be the team that would make that kind of mistake. Yeah, um, it's
0: like you could probably, it's like, <laughs> would the Knicks be dumb enough to trade, you know, to trade, you know, their pick for it? Maybe. <laughs> You know, yeah, well, like it, like I said, what what's the worst? What's who's in the worst scenario as the LA team, the Lakers, who you know potentially lost the eighth pick to New Orleans, or the Clippers, who are you know giving up, you know, three picks later to the, to OKC, you know, it it's, it, you know, what what situation do you want to be in? At the end of the day, probably neither. Yeah.
1: I know? remember when they traded for Paul George, and I remember seeing that the the draft picks that they were giving up and i was like
0: you're gonna i already feel
1: like this is a mistake
0: no i Um, I said the same thing i'm like you as much as people want to fault the lakers for what they did with anthony davis it's like i'm like as i say every time they're still the clippers
1: yeah well and i mean i mean at the time the thing was was Anthony Davis and LeBron felt like a guaranteed title, and technically, you know, you know yeah, maybe it they was it. The, the "quote unquote" Disney ring, but at the very least, they did get that ring, and it felt like that—that that was the guarantee you were getting out of having those two play together at that stage in their careers.
2: Yeah. Now, what that it.
1: means till LeBron retires, because um, I mean, I, I'm taking he's either retiring as a Laker, or he's going to play till his second to last season as a Laker, and then he'll go wherever, Bronny gets you drafted cuz Bronny, Bronny's going to even if even if Bronny doesn't necessarily have like that draft stock that you would want him to um I don't know I don't know what his talent level is going to be like when he goes to college um you Which know even if he's a even if he's a late so even if he would normally if he wasn't you know LeBron's oh. son do you um, take,
0: see, see, here's the you would, with that. You would take
1: him in the last pick of the second round, or in one of the last picks of the second no, round. Take him, just see, as somebody to have to say, hey, LeBron, you want to yeah. come play for us? And no, then sell a, a lot of tickets.
0: Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's the gambit of, do we take him just to get one year LeBron in whatever city it is? Like, if you're that team, like, do
1: you? There, there will be a team. There will no, be a team. That's what I'm so saying. I, I'm saying the second to last the second last year of LeBron's career will be his last as a Laker. And then um unless the Lakers are able to draft Bronny, then it'll be then it'll be uh it'll it'll be that whatever team drafts Bronny. So
0: Yeah, it's like see I guess in the weird scenario if you're the Knicks, because you know this is all the Knicks have is we tank for Bronny. Like, is that the plan for two years? Is we tank for Bronny, then we get both
1: of them for a year? No, yeah, that 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 is um, it's gonna be interesting to watch. I'm 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 really hoping that the that Palenka figures something out and the Lakers can at least be competitive Confident. next year. Yeah, competent right. in the playoffs. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, we've been going for like an hour and a half, so I think we should wrap. That's think? probably true. All right, probably a
1: good idea, well, but but not bad for a first episode. No, not
0: bad. <laughs> Alright, so that was episode one of this new rendition of Coffee with Specs featuring Bryce the Prince. We'll be here again next week, same time, same place. Leave a follow on the video down below if you're listening to this on Spotify. Rate, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Or not, I don't care. Do your thing, and we'll be back uh, next week. Anything you want to add, Bryce?
1: No, no, that's it. It, uh, It's exciting to get this going, because... It's always fun to talk a lot of, you know, sports and video games. Yeah. Good times.
2: All right. With all that, we'll see you guys next Saturday. Have a good one. Bye. Peace.